Welcome to the One Man Sports Show, and isn't that the way it is? Uh, how are you guys on a Friday? How was your night yesterday? Uh, lots of things missed yesterday, lots of things that could have been, and uh, you know what could have been, and, and and it was a shame, but you know nonetheless, still a pretty pretty entertaining night uh, after you know a pretty good uh, a pretty good couple nights before that with some of the excitement that we saw. So uh, a little bit of a, a cool down yesterday, and you know looking at a nice Friday today, uh, we get games here mostly later on, on into the evening, so. Uh, an extravaganza of sports this evening again thanks for joining me it's brock crocker here your host uh, of the one man sports show and on this show if you're new to joining us you know i kind of usually uh, go over everything from the day before or, you know whatever's in the news it kind of grabs my interest and then i go into all the games and and, and kind of give uh, a shot at what i may or may not think uh, might happen so we'll do that again today and yesterday looking back uh, you know talking about things that uh, stuck out in my mind how about Connor Bedard uh, Team Canada uh, underage team tournament right now for Team Canada if you guys follow me up on Twitter you'll see that I, uh, I actually posted a, a video of this guy's corner goal yesterday and uh, I think it was a couple days ago I posted some videos uh, of a side-by-side -side clip done by the CBC and it's got uh, Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid scoring side-by-side -side. and man if you could take a clip uh, of this kid scoring last night for Canada I think we would see uh, you know really close similarities so uh, another great Connor it looks like in the wings for the game of hockey and uh, exciting about that so if you get a chance make sure you check out uh, that tournament you know one of the best uh, hockey tournaments uh, in the world so uh, definitely a name you you'll, you'll, you'll you don't have to remember that name I guarantee you uh, he, he will be surfacing uh, in, a, in just a matter of time 16 years old so shout out to him and definitely a great performance last night uh, on the ice last night, you know, and I tell you guys that I suffer for, from, what did I call it, uh, EOD, Edmonton Euler Dysfunction. I tell you guys to watch out for, for backup goalies yesterday and, of course, ignore the fact that my own Edmonton Oilers were starting Miku Koskinen. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame because I, I missed it. I missed the opportunity. So I was kind of in, in theme with, with the, the music this morning coming in. And, and uh, you know, I just uh, blind sometimes, just absolutely blind. So that continued yesterday. It was for sure a, a missed opportunity. But we did see Connor McDavid uh, get on the score sheet, I think, three more times. So so three more closer to, to 100 and you know that's starting to well that, that is a lock I'm telling you right now so if you can find a line there on on if McDavid's going to score 100 points this year uh, bet the farm on that and uh, I think you would do all right for sure looking else at the NHL yesterday Trying to see if anything else catches my my eye off the scoreboard. Bruins uh, knock out the Rangers, and you know the Rangers are just uh, uh, they're, they're DOA right now, so we can kind of watch them for, for the rest of the year and kind of I think count on that. The Devils surprised the Islanders yesterday, and you know you've always got to be careful uh, with it when Blackwood's in net. He he is a sneaky play, and, and they end up stealing the game yesterday. And Islanders are kind of you know wheeling a bit coming into the playoffs. 
Penguins yesterday, Carter, what, I think he got four goals yesterday, I see, for, for the Penguins. So that's an encouraging sign for them going into the playoffs. You know, not a pickup I was uh, such a big fan of, but it looks like uh, that might be paying off huge uh, for the Penguins. But uh, they were facing the Buffalo Sabres yesterday in a game that they were expected to win. Uh, Canadians uh, fall in a game we had here yesterday. Didn't think they could get by the Leafs, and, and they didn't. You know, kind of a tune-up game for the Leafs and what would probably looks like it will be a, a first-round uh, playoff matchup for them. And Hawks surprise, and you know, this is one of those games, uh, not so much, uh, I guess I do recommend watching the goalies, but it, it was a surprise in the fact the uh, the Blackhawks kind of pivoted on me anyway and went with uh, Delia yesterday, and he's fantastic, stands on his head and and gets the win against his Hurricanes team that kind of needed the win, so uh, we'll keep that in mind when we're looking at, at uh, their games going forward here. On the basketball side of things, uh, the Raptors pretty much out of contention now. Uh, hot, you know, a game we thought they could win yesterday. They cover the spread, and uh, or sorry, I think they were the favorites in that one. So the Wizards, Wizards actually deliver on the money line on that one even, and uh, and on the spread I believe. So uh, regardless, anyway, I, I thought the Raptors would would def would have a competitive game. They did. They fall. Uh, they go to overtime to do it, but that that uh, that to me, you know, for the Raptors, we can kind of at least uh, get a clearer picture of their motivations uh, going into games here down the stretch. So that's helpful. Uh, we had the Bulls going over, over the Hornets yesterday, and they do so convincingly. And, uh, you know, I don't think there was, uh, you know, that, that was a good one yesterday actually for me. I lost about 20% of my bankroll yesterday, so I missed lots of opportunities, but hit on some good ones too. And this Bulls team was one of them yesterday taking care of us. Uh, Mavericks beat beat the Nets in, in what was a close game, and uh, you know I, th I think that everyone was expecting a competitive game there. Uh, same thing out of, out of the Hawks and Pacers; they they keep it close, and the Pacers actually end up end up getting the win at home, keeping that uh, keeping that uh, competitive uh, eight through ten race going in in the East there. Pistons surprised me, get by the Grizzlies, so that kind of caught my attention. And then no surprise here in either game, Warriors and Clippers both win convincingly. Uh, I did watch a, a bit, you know, after the, the Oilers game yesterday, tune in and watch some of that Lakers game, and uh, I, I didn't watch too much of it to just to find out that, you know, AD had gone down and seen the play on that, and, uh, and, and yeah, it was pretty much a route on. It looks to me, judging by the score, that the Clippers probably took their foot a bit off the gas on this one, but they still win by over 20 points, and uh, uh, I fear the Lakers, I think you got to be concerned you know and, and the reason being it's not like I doubt the skill level of of AD or LeBron you know I think those two guys can definitely take you to the championship but uh, you have to wonder if their bodies can at this point you know watching AD uh, he, he wasn't even on the court when he got hurt you know he was stumbling kind of down the off the court on the sideline there so uh, you, some, sometimes you just see these players and the injuries pile up over the years I think and uh, and uh, and you see these kind of things happen. So uh, if I'm the Lakers, you know you obviously don't want to miss the playoffs, but but you, you got to get those guys healthy as healthy as you can. And it'll be interesting storyline I think to see uh, if they can hold up at all here down the stretch. And I definitely have my doubts on that. On the baseball side of things, we had the the Blue Jays uh, getting over the A's in convincing fashion. And uh, this one here. Was kind of a close game actually between Ryu and, and Fires, and uh, the the Blue Jays had had a had a big inning uh, late in the game. I think it was probably fifth, fifth or sixth inning somewhere in there, and, and they end up uh, just pedal to the metal. And you know, great job by them uh, getting the win in Oakland. It's a tough place for them to win, and uh, they come out of that. Uh, I think they got the split in that series. They did so. 
So I, I think that's that's good news for me as a Blue Jays fan. Uh, we had the Astros beating beating the Yankees yesterday, and uh, you know, there's just a lot of things I don't like about this Yankees team and. and you got to like the Yankees from a better perspective. You know, they're such a name brand and so much money pulls into these guys. Like a lot of people just bet on the Yankees because they're Yankees fans, just like how I bet on the Oilers. I'd always throw the money at the Oilers. So uh, the Yankees just might become our paydays here in MLB if we keep watching and, and seeing what they can do. I, I think they're going to create some value for us here. Uh, Brewers continue to uh, have some problems now, you know, coming back down to earth again, and, and they, they get a, a Wheeler yesterday who go, pitches a, a three-hitter, and, and Brewers can't even get on the board, so uh, tough game for them, and, and uh, you know, they continued after getting off to a hot start. Uh, they're now 17 and 15 on the year and sitting second in that central division. Red Sox and Tigers bash it out, and and you definitely wonder about pitching for both these teams. And, and you know, I definitely don't doubt the hitting for the Red Sox. They they get 12 on the board yesterday. Uh, and, you know, other than that, you know, the Royals surprised me a bit yesterday, not even getting on the board. So, you know, they've gotten hot bats. And, and the Royals, to me, have really exceeded expectations. And I've got no problem believing in their top four hitters. I think everything else was a question mark about this team outside of that, and especially on the pitching. And the pitching really delivered, uh, and now not so much. You know, they get their pretty much their ace, the guy that's, uh, I think, you know, if you got to look at, at the the success of the Royals and you want to put it on a pitcher, I, I think it's the emergence of Danny Duffy, and and he doesn't get it done yesterday, falling four nothing to the Indians. Uh, Braves Nationals play a close one, and I think that's just indicative of, of what we'll see between those two teams going forward, and, and what are two pretty competitive teams. And the Angels, the Angels, we'll be watching them. Uh, they cut, they get rid of Albert Pujols yesterday. Uh, letting him go, and you know, there's there's talk that Pujols wasn't happy that uh, he wasn't in the lineup to to face. Uh, I think it was Yarborough for from from the Rays, uh, just based uh, on his history with that with that pitcher. Uh, he felt he should have been in the lineup, and uh, whatever else happens results in him being released. So uh, we'll see what kind of results we get out of this Angels team and I guess we're going to learn a lot about the kind of character and what's going on in that clubhouse right now. Uh, I got to think that a guy that comes out and publicly uh, gets gets attention to his cause and then ultimately ends up getting released is probably going to be a good thing for, for that clubhouse at least as far as getting uh, uh, the opportunity to maybe focus a little more on baseball. And yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Just kind of looking at uh, anything else here that kind of catches my mind. Uh, Matthews gets his 40th goal last night for the Leafs. So, uh, you know, red hot, red hot year for him. And he, he's obviously, you know, he's red hot right now. And, uh, you know, the Leafs are really rolling. And other than that, you know, pool hole's gone. So yeah, I think that pretty much, like I said, it just seems like a, a kind of a less interesting day after the theatrics we saw uh, in the NHL the day before. So uh, kind of a little bit back down to earth, but lots going on today. So let's look ahead at that. And, and I think we'll start over in the NHL today. Why not? Uh, I don't think uh, baseball, I think we got one game early today. So I'll take the opportunity to start over on the ice today. And we start with Dallas at Lightning at the Lightning, which is kind of an interesting matchup. The Stars are in desperation mode if they have any chance of making the playoffs. Like, they have no room for error. They're mathematically still in it. Uh, you know, they're chasing down the St. Louis, 
I'm just going to bring up the, the, the actual stats here for you guys to see where we're sitting here. Stars, sorry, having some technical, my, my internet keeps go, going up and down this morning. There we go. So I'm sorry. They're chasing the predators, and, and the predators, you know, to me are, are, are they, I think they've got Carolina coming up here a couple times, who uh, are kind of getting close to locking in the first. So you know, I think it's an interesting battle. I think the stars could sneak up on them. They've got a game in hand, and, and they're four points back. Uh, the stars have three games here. They get the lightning tonight and, and then they get the Blackhawks a couple times. So uh, kind of a, a softer landing spot. So you, outside of tonight's game where, where they're, they're getting a, a really tough matchup, uh, you got to like them getting the Blackhawks. So, you know, it's not inconceivable that this team, uh, the Stars team could win all three if they get by the Lightning and could catch that Nashville team. Uh, so there's hope anyway, there's hope. So I'm going to go on, on the hope, however slim it is. You know, I think Nashville's looking uh, really good at locking up that spot ultimately. But uh, tonight, and, and again in the NHL, we're going to have to watch the goalies just to see who's going, who's sitting, who's resting, uh, players coming in and out of the lineup. Like as we get close to the playoffs, the focus and motivation of these teams is shifting a bit. And the Lightning, for me, you know, I still think they're in it to win it. You know, they're battling for second place right now with the Panthers. And you don't want to lose that home home ice advantage. So I think the Panthers are motivated. I think the Stars are really motivated. Uh, they get Sagan back for this one. So we'll see uh, in a fight for their life if they can come up. And I'm going to... I'm going to wager on the stars tonight. I'm going to wager on the fight for their life because that's exactly what this is. So, uh, And I don't really like this Lightning team anyway. Like I love it when Veselovsky's in net. You know, he's probably the best goalie. He is the best goalie uh, in the NHL, and they totally game plan around that. But uh, uh, I think this Lightning team, just in lieu of like the injuries they have and their roster, you know, I think they're a little offensively challenged. So uh, if the Stars can get a couple goals in this one, and the Lightning goalie has, has had some cracks as of late, you know, he's had games of letting in three or four goals so get on the stars it's a nice money line on this so yeah we start the day with a nice dog here anyway uh at 225 at sports interaction if you guys want to play along on that one next game up on the schedule we've got the red wings in to see the Columbus Blue Jackets and you know this is kind of a nothing game uh, and we talk about motivations and and uh, I, I think we're a little lacking on both these teams right now. But I will take the Red Wings. I think the Red Wings players right now are playing for next year, playing for spots. Uh, they're, they're not coming off of the expectations weren't high for them this year. They, they've traded off some of their best players like Mantha. They've had some injuries with Larkin. So there's just some guys getting some opportunity and, and they're trying to show. So I don't think they're mired in, in negativity. And I bring that up because I think that's exactly what we got in the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know, I don't know what they're doing, leaving their management and coach in place. You know, dead man walking, especially on, on Tortorella. We know he's leaving. I don't know what value it adds to your hockey team at all, having someone like that around your team, even for an extra minute. You know, this is professional hockey league. Every minute counts, and you've got to be making hay, and you've got to be using your time to, to work towards your goal. And right now the Columbus Blue Jackets are just spitting out filler. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the Red Wings right now, and, and another – you know, it could be it could be a good night. I'm feeling we've got another dog on the road here, so 
I'm not really a big road dog guy, but I'm liking these two matchups, and I definitely like getting paid for the dogs. So we'll take the Red Wings on the road here on the money line, 214 on that one. Flyers in to see the Capitals, and this one I think is going to be a little more lopsided uh, than the other two matchups we just talked about. Uh, looking at Washington, of course, they've just come through an emotionally charged uh, series there with the Rangers. And uh, they get a Flyers team that's really been struggling, but did surprise us, uh, did, did provide us with a surprising win the other day on this show. So uh, the Flyers can definitely pull, pull one out and... I don't think tonight is going to be one of those occasions, and the reason being is, you know, the Capitals are still in the battle. They could still capture first, no problem. You know, they're two points behind Penguins. They got two games in hand, and then they also have the Bruins nipping on their heels. So, uh, tough spot here for the Flyers. I like the Caps. I think the Caps wipe them out. I'm not too sure if Ovechkin's playing or not, and it's funny if he's not. Uh, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. You got the Capitals here on the money line at 154, which is pretty good for what I think is going to be a pretty lopsided game. And uh, let's just see if we can find out here if Ovechkin is actually playing. Because if he is playing, then uh, I, I really like this game. I, I think that's a, you know, I don't do locks, but if I did, no, he's not playing today. So I guess that explains the, the odds a little bit. So still going to get on the Caps and uh, and uh, the 154. At home, so you got to like that too. I, I think that's pretty good return on the Capitals uh, at home against a, a team that's just not playing good hockey. So, next team up, we, we've got the Ducks at the Wild, and again, we've got another game where the motivations just don't match up, and and the skill levels don't match up. The Anaheim Ducks are pretty much, uh, as far as wagering goes, you know, we, we want to think around John Gibson and what he's doing. Uh, he's he's an X Factor guy, and you know, when I say X Factor, it just means that he's a guy that can impact the game all by himself and you know put a w up there and he's definitely capable of doing that and uh tonight's just going to be a tough spot for him going up against a wild team that's third uh currently in the west been playing some good hockey you know they're they're on a bit of a heater right now and uh as far as the standings go for them uh, they could still catch the, you know, they're, they're one point behind the Avalanche for second, although the Avalanche do have a game in hand, but still, you, you got to play that out. So uh, I think they come in here today and uh, they're ready to play. As far as the goalies go, the Kakinen expected for, for Minnesota. And, and like I said, I actually like the, the matchup here for the Ducks as far as the goaltending goes. And, and you could definitely throw throw some money at the money line on the Ducks if you're looking for, for a you know kind of a lottery play. But uh, I, I'm going to take the Wild. Like I said, I think they're motivated. I think they're playing good hockey right now. And, and, and they got to win this game. And uh, I, I think they ultimately will. And, and, you know, I probably won't even play this game because I don't like the Wild on the puck line. Uh, and to get paid on the money line on this one, uh, the Wild are at 134. So who knows? Maybe I'll throw it in a parlay. But... Not one of the more exciting, you know, I don't really want to risk my dollar over over an odd like that because, like I said, uh, Gibson is is the reason to believe sometimes in the Ducks. Uh, Avalanche at the Kings and, uh, you know, the Avalanche, I think, lost their last game and, you know, coming out of their spot where they had the, just the COVID stuff going on, uh, having the games uh, suspended and having their goalie go down to injury. So uh, I keep saying that, that they're doing tune-up games and I think that's still happening. So uh, they get another opportunity today they, they lose their last game to the Sharks so kind of got let down on that one but they were going good before you know it was four games straight against the Sharks so they were bound to get one and it was a close game so uh, we go against this Kings team today the Kings are at home and uh, you know I do like this Kings team as far as uh, lower echelon teams go 
I, I do think they have uh, some spirited play a bit uh, in them, and I, I think uh, I think their goalie gives them some uh, some chance. You know, give him a chance when, when he's on. So, but today is not one of those days. And like I said, the Avalanche are kind of tuning up, and I think they tune up by, by tuning the Kings. So, uh, taking the Abs on this one, and I'm going to get on the puck line. You know, they owe me a little bit, and I'm going to get on them. Uh, at uh, I, I think they're due for an explosion. So, going to take the minus goal and a half on the road. And take the avalanche on that. Blues in to see the Knights. And this is a close series or a close game between between guys that are, you know, the first and fourth in the division potential playoff matchup. So I think right now, as far as the blues go, I think they're pretty much locked in to that fourth spot. Uh, looking at what they're doing, though, you know, not technically clinched, but uh, the Coyotes coming up behind. Like I said, I think the Kings actually have a better shot. So they're even games with the Kings, and the Kings have uh, they're eight points behind the Blues. So I think it would take a combination right now of the Kings winning all their games and the Blues losing all their games. So I don't think that'll happen, but I think the Blues definitely. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they can get up into third either. So, uh, but as far as as the Knights go, uh, the Knights are still kind of worried a little bit about the Avalanche. And, and looking at the game times here, uh, Avalanche and this Knights game go at the same time. So uh, the, they're not going to know. You know, they both both need to kind of win this game. Come in, I think, motivated. So not good news for the Blues. And uh, I, I got to go with the Knights here on this one. So I'm taking the Knights at home. Uh, 155 on the money line. Coyotes to see the Sharks, and I just hate this game. Like, the Coyotes have been so disappointing, and the Sharks are having a terrible year, too. You know, they're they're eliminated. So I, I, I don't recommend playing this game, but I guess if you did, you know, the, the Coyotes still aren't technically eliminated. So uh, I guess I got to go with them on, on that thin hope. By the time they play this game... St. Louis, uh, will only be about a half hour in, so maybe their spirits won't be completely destroyed by then if they're not already. But uh, tough game, and you know, I yeah, just think it's just tough game. I, I'd stay away from this game, uh, but uh, maybe what I'll do is, yeah, I was going to look at taking the Sharks at home on the puck line, but no, let's give the Yotes one last roll. If they're not going to win, like I said, it, it's it's closing time, so let's put them on the money line today one last time at uh, 191 and like I said with the NHL it's just going to be tough I think today we've actually got some competitive games and I really like some of those early games uh, the Stars and the Red Wings I think could be some opportunity today so we'll watch out for those plays over on the let's do baseball last today so let's go over to the basketball side of things and see what's going on today in the association you know i think the nba was actually the most kind to us as far as wagering goes yesterday and really uh the nba has been pretty good to us all week so and, and we've got some entertaining games today uh starting with with the pelicans and the 76ers a game uh i think is going to be really like i said kind of entertaining to watch uh, the Pelicans have been kind of faltering a little bit. You know, I'm pushing for them to get into that that tenth spot. You know, I think they're an entertaining club, and I think they could do some some uh, have the ability to upset. That being said, I think uh, Brandon Ingram is out and starting to experience uh, uh, some injuries. And this is a player I really like for the Pelicans. Like to me, he reminds me of a, of a young Durant uh, to me. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but uh, I just think he's so silky smooth, and uh, I think he has the ability to, to be a, you know a real player in this league. But he's been really cool as of late. You know, been suffering from some injuries, and uh, he's going to be out 
on this one here against the Pelicans. So they have ball. Last time I think these guys played, actually, the Pelicans, I think, had a, had a win. Uh, yeah, they, they won 101 to 94. And in that game, in that game, I believe it was uh, it was actually uh, Ball that was out at, at the time, and uh, Williamson had a huge game, and they ended up beating the 76ers. So we'll see today. You know, the 76ers have been playing some really good ball as of late. Uh, they're at home in this one, but you know, I, I want to get a little crazy today, and I'm going to get on on the on the Pelicans on this one. They won the last game, and you know, I, I remember some comments by Stan Van Gundy at the end of that one, and, and he said something like Ben Simmons was the best defender in the game and you know I, I'm not too sure he was wrong about that and you know he just thinking like that makes me think and no, knowing that they won the last game that if any coach is going to be able to game plan and know how to attack the, this Philadelphia team and, and you know what Zion had a really good game uh, going up against Embiid so it just makes me wonder if he's going to play up today so I really like the Pelicans today uh, on the spread here, so I'm, I'm taking the Pels, and I'm getting plus nine, and I'm going to money line them too, uh, probably on a parlay or a lottery ticket, you know, they're paying huge at 434, and like I said, they did win their last game, uh, I, I do know that, I think the 76ers are uh, pretty much completely healthy for this game, so, you know, it, it, is, a, it is a long shot for a reason, but uh, if you're looking for reasons to believe, I, I think you can find some uh, in taking the Pelicans on the money line, but uh, I'll, I'll get a little more conservative as far as providing uh you know advice and and my bankroll needs some resuscitation so i'll play it a little bit on the safer side today as far as straight up on this one so take the pelicans uh, and 191 is what you get for that standard fare uh, on the point spread plus nine celtics in to see the bulls and i i think there's an opportunity here you know i look at this bulls team and of course, they're coming into this one, and they're at home. You're getting four points at home. Uh, they're an underdog on the money line. The Celtics team has been inconsistent. Uh, Brown, I believe, is out today for the Celtics. And when you think about what the Bulls are and what they do, of course, a lot of their, their scoring is based around uh, Levine, who's back from an injury. And, and then when I think about, you know, the, the personality of this Bulls team, you know, I, I think about their bigs, and I think about... I think about, you know, Young and, and Marketing and Vucevic and Thies. And, you know, even like last game, that's, that's kind of what I thought. You know, we, we had the Bulls uh, beating the Hornets, and I, I just thought it was just going to be a real issue for them in the paint. And uh, who's going to step up for the Celtics in that regard? So, uh, you know, I, I think this is actually a tough game uh, for the Celtics. Uh, you know, they're on the road in this one. So, uh, again, I kind of I, I think there's some value here. I think the Bulls are a sneaky play today at home. And like I said, I think they, they pretty much are set up to at least dominate in, in one complete aspect of this game. So uh, I, I see them getting most of the rebounds, and you get the rebounds in the game, and uh, you, you should be able to translate that into success, especially when you've got uh, a guy, you know, you keep second-chancing Zach Levine on points. Uh, you know, that can't be a good thing. So, uh, And like I said, the Celtics have been a little inconsistent this year. So I'm going to get on the Bulls. I'm going to take the Bulls plus four, and this is another one of those games where I'll probably, you know, be looking, I'll do a little NBA parlay today uh, and see what I can get done. But so far, I've got the Bulls uh, on the money line, and uh, I'm strongly considering throwing the Pelicans on the money line on a parlay as well. So uh, just like in hockey, we've got a couple good ones, I think, uh, to start the day in the NBA. 
Uh, Rockets in to see the Bucks, and this one's just crazy. I don't know how you bet this one. I don't even know. Maybe this game doesn't even go through. I don't know if you look at the Rockets. I think they've got, I was counting it. I already forgot. It was like 11, 12, 13 uh, people or players registered on their injury report right now uh, going up against a Bucks team that's, you know, playing well uh, right now. And, uh, you know, I can find reasons to go against the Bucks on, on a lot of matchups but not on this one uh the only you know the only thing you got to really decide here is what you're going to do with the point spread it's enormous at 16 and a half and it's not that i don't think the bucks can do it you know my big concern when you see these big spreads are is the bucks don't care about the spread so you know coming into the fourth quarter you know what are, what are they going to do with, with their starters are they going to set them sit them and uh you know and if i'm the bucks why why would you want to do that unless you got a you know Giannis chasing some sort of record or one of your players, you know, looking for some sort of contractual bonus or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what motivates you to uh, to uh, blow out these rockets. But that being said, I just don't like the bet. I, I just would stay off this game. Uh, Bucks on the money line, 107. So if you were going to play it, I, I guess I would say that the Bucks can definitely beat these guys by 16 and a half. So uh, I'll have to get on the Bucks and uh, and the minus 16 and a half. But I wouldn't. I'm not, I, I'm not going to play this one. Just uh, I'll, I'll make just for funds. I'll put that up there, and, and uh, hey, you know, if my bankroll will stick right now, maybe I would play them on a on a couple parlays or, or do something with that. But uh, just for entertainment, in case I wanted to watch that game. But yeah, well, I, I just avoid. Uh, and, and you know, here's another game here that's kind of interesting. Like I said, the Timberwolves have been so good to us. I think they've paid us their last six times out on this podcast. So uh, you know, I've become. A fan of theirs, and today they get a Heat team uh, that uh, you know has been a little frustrating to to deal with a, a bit this year, if you ask me. And uh, as far as injuries go, I thought I saw Butler. Butler's been hurt, or not hurt? He, he's sick, so he was sick for his last game, and he still hasn't been announced for this one. So we'll see if he can get back. You know, yesterday was it yesterday with the Wolves? We saw a big performance out of Edwards yesterday. Him getting. Uh, Sorry, well, I guess it was the day before. But, uh, yeah, he, he I think he got like 40 points. 40 points for this Timberwolves team. 42.7, 7 and 6, 6, six rebounds. So uh, I, I like what he's been doing. But, you know, in this game here, uh, I, you know, the Heat are, are a playoff team. We'll see if, if Butler can get back. And uh, I, I think that definitely has, has an impact on this game. You know, they're, they're chasing the, they're tied right now with the Celtics and, and the winner gets out of that playoff round. So uh, I don't know. I kind of like Jimmy Butler to be back in this one and I'm going to take the heat and, and I'm going to take him uh, minus the six and a half. I, th I think they can cover it off. Uh, I, I like this Timberwolves team and you know what? They've last six times I've had them. I felt really good about wagering on them. And today, you know, I'm having some reservations today. But uh, uh, like I said, I do think if Butler plays, they're good for the loss today. And uh, I, I think if uh, if he doesn't play, you know, you could look at the Wolves covering the spread. So that, that might be my recommendation. I'm going to take the uh, I'll, I'll take the Heat on, on the spread. But if Butler doesn't play, I might take the Wolves plus the points. But for now, yeah, give me the Heat minus six and a half at 191. 
Orlando in to see the Charlotte Hornets. And while I'm not a big believer uh, in this Hornets team, uh, like I said, that they just lose to the Bulls, uh, this Orlando team is banged up. They're missing all sorts of players. Uh, Hornets are at home on this one. And uh, I don't think, you know, seven and a half points. I don't trust this Hornets team with anything. So uh, I got to get on the money line. I won't be wagering on this game either. But if I did, that'd be the Hornets money line at 133 and at that odd, I don't know, just not worth the risk for me on, on a nothing game. Uh, and, and like I said, I, I don't know if I call it a nothing game. The Hornets need the win, but not a game I really want to watch. And, uh, I, you know, I think the Hornets do get the win here. I just don't know about their ability to cover. And who knows who's going to play for Orlando. You know, I, I always kind of, I always, you know, don't want to discount guys getting opportunities. You know, yeah, sure, Orlando has, you know, some of their top talented guys. But a lot of times, these guys that fill in, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's the opportunity, literally, of a lifetime to show what they can do in the league. And, and I like that sometimes because uh, I think effort can keep these keep these games close and tight. So uh, for that reason, yeah, I'm going to get get on the, uh, the Hornets on that one. And another kind of game where we're kind of looking at that in the Mavs, in the Cavs, in the next one here, uh, not a lot of reasons to believe. Uh, in this Cavaliers team right now, the uh, uh, Kevin Love on that team, you know, to me is he's ca he's cashed out and and he's I think he's taken the, the whole darn Cavaliers uh, with him on that one. You know, the Cavaliers' best player to me is Garland, and uh, I think he was banged up. Did I see that he was banged up? Yeah, he's out for this one. So yeah, he, for for the for the Mavs, they're going to be without Porzingis. He's listed as out. Looking at the Mavs, you know, they're 8-2. and two. They, they won their last two, uh, including a, a game against the Nets yesterday. They get one, so, uh, you know, they're, they're right back on the court. So does fatigue set in a little bit with Doncic? Well, last time I think we had him after a back-to-back, -back, and I'm just going to check that right now. Because, yeah, I, I remember reliving this. Yeah, he had he had a good game against the Wizards on a Saturday, came back and against the Kings on a Sunday. And uh, they lost to, to that Kings team. And uh, he had, well, he still ended up having 30 points in that game, but uh, his team didn't get it done. So, you know, a little bit of a reason to believe, I guess, a little bit on, on the Cavaliers. But uh, uh, in that one, too, the, the Mavs were... Were they on the road on that one? No, they were. They weren't on the road either for that. So, yeah, and it's funny because yeah, it's just uh, this Mavericks team sometimes uh, coming off back to backs. Uh, you know, I guess it depends on, on where you rank fatigue as being a factor in these games. And, and you know, a lot of times I kind of ignore that, but when I see the, a recent, you know, a recent history of that, and, and looking at this Cavaliers team, they've been sitting since Wednesday. So I think the Mavs win anyway. Mavs on the money line at 121, definitely a lock. As far as the 10 points go, I don't know. Tough call, tough call. Guess if I got a pick, I'm going to take the Mavs and the minus 10 points at home on this one. But uh, again, not a game. I don't really want to risk my my uh, my bankroll on the 10 points. So probably a game I won't play. Nuggets in to see the Jazz. And this will be a great game, a center of, of matchups. We've got the Joker going up against... Uh, Gobert for the Jazz, and you know, lots of injuries to these guys, Conley's out uh, for the Jazz, Mitchell's out for the Jazz, uh, Nuggets, of course, uh, Jamal Murray's out, I think PJ Dozier's out, uh, and there's uh, Monty Morris, I think, is out for the Nuggets, so 
uh, you know, lots of uh, people missing out of the uh, the, the Nuggets guard set. So uh, I'm actually going to roll to Jazz on this one. I would take the Nuggets, but I just think that they're so depleted uh, from the guard position today on the road. Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a big battle uh, down in the paint in this one. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. But uh, I'll take the home team on this one, and uh, I won't get involved in the points. The the uh, the spread, or sorry, the money line's enough at, at 155 on this one. So I'll take the money line. Uh, 155 on the Jazz. Lakers in to see the Trailblazers. And this Lakers team, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I, I think they're going to lose. Uh, Schroeder's out. AD's out. Uh, LeBron's out. And these guys, you know, you watch this Lakers team. I don't think these guys have any confidence. Kuzma's banged up. And even when they do get their guys out, it seems to me that, uh, you know, it's kind of like, Either LeBron and AD are taking over the play or they're letting the other guys do their thing and they're they're sitting back, you know, shrugging their shoulders at their own guys. So I don't know if that's how good of a success that's going to be on uh, on building up your teammates and uh, and getting their confidence maximized. So take 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 Damian Lillard here. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess I should check to see if there's any injuries here to kind of get me off of what I'm thinking here. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't see any, you know, Zach Collins is out, but uh, Lillard and McCollum seem to be a go for this one. So that's the recipe for these Blazers. So take them and, and take them on the on the point spread on this one. I don't think it's too big of a problem at minus eight and a half points. Knicks in to see the Suns, and this will be a good game. And, you know, I'm honestly not too sure what to, to, to make of it as far as uh, what's going to happen in this one. You know, the Knicks have been rolling. And the Suns have been, you know, they've been good too. And just looking at this game, like, I don't know, it's just uh, it's just a tough one when you, when you see two tough teams like this come in and they're playing hot. So uh, I, I'm going to take the Knicks in this one on, on the, uh, I'm just going to take the points. And to me, this is like a close game, you know, it could come down to like the last bucket kind of thing. Uh, kind of looking to see where, where there's big advantages here and, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the Suns, you know, they, they take more threes, and and the 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 Knicks, they they shoot them in higher higher efficiency. So, you know, Ying to the Yang. Uh, and, and looking at this, the, uh, the the Knicks, you know, they have a rebounding advantage, offensive rebounds they they own, and and they're much ahead. Of, you know, they're seventh in rebounds, uh, and the Suns are twenty second. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the Knicks, you know, with Randall being their best player. Uh, and having that advantage on the boards, I think that plays into their strategy a bit. So going to be a great game, but I think that's enough to get me on the Knicks and, and the points. So I'm going to take the Knicks and the six and a half points on the road on this one. And another one where I might money line this Knicks team. I definitely think they could win. I think this could be anyone's game. So uh, why not? Why not? I'm in it to gamble, and that, that's a gamble. So take it on the money line too. But uh, as far as uh, a single game wager, you know, I'll put. I think I'll throw a little bit of a little bit of green on on these Knicks in the spread. Last game of the night, we've got the Spurs and the Kings, and these Kings are re-emerging, and, and they're believing. And how about Bagley? And I'm a, I'm a big Bagley believer, and, and I'm glad to see he's coming back. And, uh, uh, and I think Fox is close to being back, so watch for him for, for an announcement against the Spurs team, who uh, 
Right now, I think they occupy a playoff spot. Yeah, they're they're tenth in the West, and like I said, this this Kings team I think is starting to believe a little bit. They're still not technically not eliminated from that uh, from that tenth spot and getting into that that playoff round. So uh, we'll see what they can do. They definitely have motivation, and they've been playing a lot better as of late. Like I said, they they're really swinging it around. I didn't even realize that Bagley was back. So uh, good for them. And like I said, one of my favorite players actually, as far as watching him play. So. Uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to, to watch some of this game tonight. And, yeah, I'm going to get on the Kings. They get points at home. They've been playing hot. Why wouldn't you get on the Kings uh, against the Spurs team that, uh, you know, has been up and down? Looking, they've lost their last five, so a lot of down. <laughs> uh, four and six in their last ten, though, and overall in the year, 31 and 34. But, yeah, I like the Kings on this one. Uh, and, again, a nice little money line maybe play, a money line parlay. You get a home dog here. Uh, but for now, I'll take the Kings plus four and 191 on that. And that wraps up the association side of things, leaving us with about 20 minutes to look at baseball. So we'll see how many games we got going on over there. And we'll start in the AL. And uh, I'm just going to bring up the, the sports interaction here and follow their game list as we go over this stuff. And it looks like we have an interleague play today too, so that'll be fun. And we start with the Red Sox at the Orioles. And, you know, I was already looking at this game, and uh, I we've got some good picks. And it's funny how we started with uh, underdogs in hockey and, and, base and, and basketball and the good folks over at MLB aren't going to disappoint me this morning because I'm, I'm getting on another dog here. I'm going with the Baltimore Orioles at home, and why not? You know, the I think in this one, the Orioles have been playing better uh, than, than I've expected. They're at home on this one. They get Rodriguez on the mound for the Red Sox, who is off to a good start, like 4-0, 28 innings pitched. ERA a little high at 4.18 for a 4-0 guy, but 31 strikeouts, three base on balls, so that's really good. He gets Matt Harvey, 3-1, uh, 31 innings pitched, 22 strikeouts, nine base on balls, so not quite as dominating as a number, but you know, effective nonetheless at 3-1. And, and to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm not a big believer in Matt Harvey, but uh, I, I just think there's going to be some hits today, and I think the Orioles are at home. I, I think they're feeling good. Uh, they're six and four in their last ten. They they come off a successful, real, real successful trip uh, from the West Coast. You know, they they got two out of three from the Athletics, and and then they split. Uh, no, they got two out of three of the Mariners. So you know that's a pretty darn successful trip. So if I'm the if I'm the the uh, Orioles, I'm feeling pretty good. They last played on Wednesday, so you know they've had a nice travel day. You know everything's kind of been going their way as far as the schedule goes. So I'm going to say they roll a little bit here today against this Red Sox team, who I think is better. But you know I I think the Red Sox have exceeded my expectations a little bit this year and. You know, I, I like the pitcher today for the Red Sox, but uh, I like that he's 4-0, so, you know, I, I think we could get a loss on him today. I, I, it just it looks like a 4-1 thing to me. So we'll, we'll see if he can get to 5-0, but I'm going to say he goes to 4-1. And, and uh, I like the play here for the Orioles, so I'm going to get on the O's at home. And uh, I'm going to take him on the run line just to be safe, and I'll probably uh, money line this in a parlay. So, but I'll take them. I get the I get the Orioles at home, and I get to tack on a run and a half, and we still get 179 for that. And like I said, th this will be a good uh, possible money line one too, because I do think they're going to win. So you could just go to the money line at 230, but you know I like that safety net of the run line at home, and, and that pays enough for me to 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 make me want to go to that safety. So that's good. 
Shoemaker and the Twins in to see the Tigers. And you know, I'm going to carry on with this one. I'm going to take the Tigers on this one. I know they're 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 the underdog again, but we're going to start again with two dogs. And uh, I actually like the Tigers on this one. They've got Scooball coming into this one, and there's no reason to think he's going to win today. So that's sneaky, right? So. I think I'm going to go with that guy, and he's going against Shoemaker, and, and he's not sneaky at all. He's 1-3. He's 23 innings pitched, 14 strikeouts, 8 base on balls. You know a veteran, you know what we're going to get from him. He's going to come in there and, and try to give him 5-6 innings if he can hold up, hopefully. And uh, But, you know, Shoemaker's not going to come in there and dominate. He doesn't have a quality start here. Uh, in a while, his last quality, last time he got to six innings was actually against this Detroit team, uh, where he still ended up giving up a run, and, and you know what, they get another look at him, and this Detroit team, uh, they are, the, they're, they're two and eight in their last ten, they, they lost their last game, so yeah, of course they're going to win today, right? Well, they just got home from playing the Red Sox, and... And, and and the Yankees, so you know, I think traditionally going in through New York and Boston, you know, that's a pretty tough road trip uh, as far as uh, going through the NL East is concerned. So they get this Twins team today that I think is a lot more a lot more friendlier to them at home. So we'll, we'll see if if Scooball can finally get Scooball can finally get into the win column uh, here this year. Uh, I think he's a young guy, so you know what? It's not like uh, he, he can't change things around. Uh, looking at him, he's 24 years old, so you don't get your fifth starter, you know, 0-4 anyway. Who, uh, he might have made more than four starts, but you don't get another start in MLB if your team uh, doesn't somewhat believe you at 24 years old. So uh, at 6'3", 215 pounds, uh, definitely built built the pitch. So uh, I'm going to get on I'll get on the Tigers today. they got to win sometime, and today seems like as good as any against Shoemaker and, uh, you know, a, a team that uh, I just – don't really believe it in the Twins. I don't think they bring a lot of athleticism uh, to it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I just think Detroit could get one today. So, going to get on the Tigers. Going to get them on the run line. I'm going to grab them. Uh, you get the run and a half. And you get 175 with that, so that's pretty good. And like I said, another little parlay play if you wanted. And you know what? The, the money line and run line are so close. I just might just stick run line on this one all the way through at 175. Seattle in to see uh, the, the Rangers. We've got Flexen, who's been off to a pretty promising start uh, going against uh, Mike Fultonevich uh, for, for the Rangers. And we'll see, you know, why I, I think the... I think the curtains are coming down on on the on the Texans pitcher. Uh, you know, it's really been kind of an incredible story when you think about. It. This guy was an All Star not too long ago, uh, pitching in playoff games for the Braves, and now here he is and struggling to get it done. One and three on the year, thirty three and a thirds innings pitched. Uh, you know, a decent strikeout rate, thirty one strikeouts, eight base on balls. But you know, it's just been one of the more fascinating. Uh, players in baseball to watch over the last couple of years and just uh, not not for the good reasons right just because he's just uh, seems uh, seems to continue to fall from a guy that you know like I said was an all-star and was considered like one of one of baseball's better better pitchers so the last game against against the Red Sox he gave up seven hits and uh, two earned runs uh, before that it was five and a thirds against the Angels giving up uh, eight hits uh, six against the Angels seven hits seven hits against the Baltimore so been giving up a lot of hits and uh Seattle, uh, you know, Seattle's not the most offensively juggernaut team, but if you're going to give hits to them, uh, they're, they're going to take advantage, I, I think. I think they're going to run the bases, and I think they're going to be, uh, you know, 
capitalizing on, on every opportunity that's presented. Uh, I, I think they're an oppor opportunistic team. So I'm going to get on Seattle on this one, and, and it puts us again on, uh, on another dog. So uh, it'll be a pretty good day if this happens. So I can get on the M's here, and I'm going to grab them on the run line, and you get a run and a half. So we, we've got three... You know, so far we've got an extra four and a half runs tacked on to our day, so I like that. And you get 151. And like I said, this one's kind of ripe again for for a, a money line if you want to run at it. Uh, the Rangers are, or sorry, the, the the Mariners are 202 on the road on this one, so uh, that might be a good little parlay play for me. So I'll probably do that. Uh, we've got Rodon and, and the White Sox in to see the Royals and... Uh, Brad Keller and of course the Royals just kind of fallen off the map and, and like I was saying earlier the uh, I, I really believe in the hitters of this Royals team and and I think you know the phenomenon we saw this year was just all the other pieces of their club coming together around that and, and now I think we're seeing the pitching fall off and they could get a really tough matchup pretty much the uh, you know, the, the hottest pitcher in the league on the mound for them today uh, going up against Brad Keller. And, and you know what? I want to get on the dog on this one, get on the home dog, but but I can't. You know, I do think Rodon is going to lose eventually, but uh, uh, like I said, I think you got to give him the nod as maybe being the hottest pitcher in MLB right now. So if anyone gets the Ben, it gets a pass from me on that one. It's going to be him on this one. So uh, I'm going to get on the White Sox and uh, say that he's able to control those, those four batters uh, leading off for, for, for the Royals. And it uh, goes, goes pretty deep into this game, and, and the White Sox bats do enough to get it done. So uh, taking the White Sox on this one, I'm just going to go money line on them at 163 on the road. Toronto in, in to see Houston in a change of venue after they, like I said, they had a successful trip uh, into Oakland, uh, splitting that series, and, and now they're into Houston. And, and I think it's a tough day for the Blue Jays. I think they run into a team, a, a, an Astros team, that can bat almost you know equally as well. Uh, both these guys have the ability to put a lot of runs up. So I look at the pitching today. Uh, the Blue Jays look to start stripling today, and he hasn't really figured it out this year for, for this Blue Jays squad. So uh, we'll see today You know, if maybe he can get it tuned in a bit. But uh, the pitcher he grabs from the Astros is having a pretty good year, and Jose, you're cute. Uh, two and two on the year, 34 innings pitch, 27 strikeouts, eight base on balls. So, you know, not dominating, but when you put it up against Ross Stripling's numbers of 0 and 1 so far this year, 12 and two thirds innings pitch, 14 strikeouts, four base on balls. And like I said, this guy just hasn't been been able to uh, to stay in ball games. So, uh, and 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 the Blue Jays played yesterday, so they were traveling. So, you know, I could see a little bit of fatigue maybe on this Blue Jays team right now. And, uh, you know, taking a day to get settled into this this Houston series. And uh, I just think that the, the pitching matchup goes to Houston, and, and they are at home. And, uh, I, you know, I think the bats uh, could be a pretty even matchup in this series. So this is going to be a pretty a pretty good series, much like the Yankees and, and the Astros I was excited about. I think this series is even better, actually, because, uh, you know, you get the high payroll of the Astros. And I just think the Blue Jays are uh, the team to beat in the East this year. So anyway, getting on the Astros, can't call me too much of a homer because I am going to take the Astros in this one, and I'm going to take them on the money line at 164. Rays in to see those, those uh, A's we were just talking about, and, and they bring Rich Hill onto the mound, uh, the timeless one against uh, Manaya for, for the A's, and you know what, he's just been great. He's one of their better pitchers this year, and Oakland's just been... Uh, you know, off to a good start this year, and they're going to be tough to beat at home today. Uh, like I said, they just come off a series with the Jays, so they've been settled in at home already. They get this Rays team behind uh, Rich Hill, uh, who, who's one and one on the year, 25 and a third innings pitch, 28 strikeouts, eight base on balls, and like I said, Manaya has been 
really good for for the A's. Three and one, 33 and two thirds innings pitched, 33 strikeouts, seven base on balls. Uh, and I just like the Oakland Athletics at home. I think they're a good home team. Uh, I think they thrive in that park, and, and and they've been playing some good ball. And like I said, they split a series with the Blue Jays, so look for them to get on the winning. You know, I think they win this series with the Rays, and I think they start by winning the opener. So give me the A's on the money line at 175. Just clicking over to the National League. So it looks like we've got a pretty full schedule in baseball today, so it's going to be a fun day. And we've got Pittsburgh going up against the Cubbies here. And and you know what? I kind of like the, the Pirates in this one. You know, they were a little disappointing, and then they came back again, reminding us that, you know, they could be a value play. Uh, I, I did see something that it was expected to be a windy day in Chicago today. So it's Cahill versus Davies for, for the Cubs. And, and you know, I'm, I, I don't like Davies at all as a pitcher. So uh, he does have the win going for him today. So uh, I, I think the team that can field the best and, and do a lot of station-to-station -station base running uh, might be the winner in this one. So I think that could be the Pirates. So I'm going to get on the Pirates. And uh, you know what? Just like every, you know, we started the National League with a couple underdogs and, and a good run line. Well, we're off to a start here uh, with, with the Pirates. I'm going to take them on the run line, getting a run and a half and getting 161. And I think a really strong money line play at 235 on the road. So I'll probably parlay that one as well. Uh, Arizona in to see the, the Mets and right away, you know, I always bet against Peterson to me. He's one of the surest things as far as wagering goes. So, uh, I'm not touching the Mets with, with a 10 foot pull, uh, when he is on the mound and, and you know what, the, the Diamondbacks get their, get pretty much their ace in, in Zach Gallon, who's still, you know, coming back into the year. He didn't get off to, uh, uh, a healthy start, so he, he got a late start. So he's one and one, 20 and two thirds innings pitch, 27 strikeouts, 10 base on balls, and I got no problem buying into the storyline that he just keeps getting better and better. So taking the D-backs and taking them on the run line, getting a run and a half, because why not? I'm going to keep collecting these runs. Uh, so I'm collecting, we're collecting a ton of runs today, so I love that. Uh, so getting the D-backs on the run line at 151, and like I said, another one you could come back and, or I'm going to come back and, and maybe parlay something up. Uh, money line 210 on that, but like I said, it won't be greedy today. Get on the running run line, take the run in the half. Milwaukee Brewers in to see the Marlins and this one here you know Milwaukee has been falling off the pace as of late and, and I think a lot of it like I said they're they're in yesterday's podcast you know they're down to their third string catcher I think that we plays havoc uh you know with some of your your pitchers and stuff so that and you know what even today that that's i don't even think it's even a factor they got a guy named uh sounds like a hockey name here I think his name is Brent Sutter or Suter uh, on the mound today, and he's a relief pitcher. It's all one inning start, so they're going to be trying. Uh, uh, Milwaukee's going to try piecing a game together today. So we'll see how successful they are against Miami. He's one of Miami's better pitchers in Trevor Rogers, but uh, uh, I'm definitely on Miami in this one. So I'm going to get on the Marlins uh, against uh, Milwaukee, trying to piece something together and get on the run line at 167. Phillies in to see Atlanta, and you know what? This could end up being the battle of the NL East with the Mets. If they lose today, you know the the, the winner of this series could end up uh, the the leader. And I, I like, uh, you know, I, I like this to be a one run game. Is what I like. So I actually like 
I actually like Atlanta to win this one. I, I think they're, they're due to start getting some wins, and, and they're at home. I like that. But they get a really tough matchup in F1 for the Phillies. And just in general, you know, Morton hasn't been up to snuff as, you know, to what they expect this year. So we'll see if he can get on pace. But, you know, just like I said, this is like the battle for the first in the division. I see a really competitive game here. So I'm, I'm compelled to just take the points. So I'm going to go to the Phillies on the run line, and I'm going to take the points at, at 154. And this is another game I think anyone could win so you could come back and parlay that but unlike some of these other games where i think I, you know i feel like i know who's going to win you know this one's a, a kind of a more of a coin toss so uh, i'm going to take the runs uh, just not feeling feeling it quite as much so 164 on the run line for the phillies colorado into say st louis and st louis you know playing well and, and they get flaherty on the mound today going against gomber so uh, you know a total a total pitching mismatch in my mind. So uh, Flaherty's five and zero on the year, and, and while I do like these guys to to have their streaks uh, broken, I think it's just a tough spot here today. Uh, I don't think this Rockies team is very good, uh, and I think there's a, a complete pitching mismatch up. Uh, they're going to have a hard time hitting Flaherty here today. So uh, taking taking the uh, taking the Redbirds, and I'm going to take the cards here. Uh, at home on the money line so not a very exciting play today but i think it's a safe play you know i, I don't like messing around with the run line uh as far as this one goes uh, just because i don't know it's been a pretty conservative day anyway 144 but if you wanted to juice it up that's what i would do i would actually uh go minus one and a half and uh, and get get the cardinals here on the run line if you wanted to do that because yeah it is at 144 it is kind of a you know do, do you want to risk it kind of versus value type thing uh, battle for first. How's this for a great game to end the night in the NL? Uh, San Diego versus San Francisco. And uh, I'm loving what, what the Giants are doing. They get Ustremski back sometime this weekend. Don't think it'll be tonight. Uh, we get Snell versus... Uh, uh, Di Scalfini uh, for the Giants, and, and I really like Schnell uh, for San Diego. Uh, so far this year, I don't think his record reflects how great this guy is. Uh, Blake Snell is 1-0 so far this year, 25 and 2 innings pitched, 37 strikeouts, 14 base on balls. And one of those guys I think is just going to keep getting better and better uh, as the season goes on at 28 years old. Going against, you know, Di Scalfini off to a great start himself. 2-1, 36 innings pitch, 33 strikeouts, 9 base on ball. So we've got a great matchup here, and you know, the, the Giants offense has really been clicking, so they've got that going for it. And, and we all know about that San Diego offense. And they've been off to, you know, they're, they're chasing the Giants. So let's just hope uh, for an entertaining series. I think we'll get that. And I think the fireworks start tonight by the Padres getting a win. So uh, I'm going to get on the Padres on the money line at 167. Uh, if you wanted to, you could play the run line. And this will be a close game. So I wouldn't blame you. You know, the other play I might look at this one is the Giants on the run line collecting that 168. Could be a play. Uh, over to Interleague. And on the Interleague side, we've got a few games here. So that's good. I think we're getting a little short on time here. So I am going to go quickly here. we got Washington uh, against uh, New York. And I don't like the pitcher for Washington in this one. Uh, Corbin. Actually, I don't like the pitchers for the, for the Yankees either. So I think there'll be some hits in this game. And uh, I, I think there'll be some base running and stuff like that. So I actually like the athleticism a bit here of the Nats and being able to play defense and, and do a little more on the base pads today. I think both teams get on the base pads. So taking the Nats, you get a run line. Uh, you get one and a 
half. So I'm taking the Nats on the run line 180. And like I said, another good parlay play. Uh, Cincinnati into see Plesak and Cleveland. And Plesak's really starting to bring it around. You know, this is the Battle of Ohio. This is going to be a great game. This is going to be a close game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the Reds and I'm going to pad their score by run and a half. I've been doing run lines all morning, so I'll carry on with that. And then we have the Dodgers and Angels. And, you know, I'm tired of saying the Dodgers owe. Uh, the Dodgers, I think I've been on them the last seven times. So screw the Dodgers. Urias is on the mound. He hasn't lost yet. He's been lights out this year. Screw him. I'm tired with this Rogers, with this Angels team, or with this Dodgers team. I'm going to get on the Angels, even though I think there's a bad mood in that clubhouse. And, uh, like I said, with, with what's happening there yesterday, not a lot of reasons to believe. And, and, and the hope that the Angels have right now is they get the Dodgers in. You just can't seem to get out of their own way. So, uh, screw it. I'm getting on the Angels and I'm taking them on the run line too. I'm going to tack on a run and a half and say Canning can at least hold them in uh, against the Dodgers team. They can't seem to get any hits. And uh, yeah, that, that covers everything off. So I hope everyone has a great Friday. Lots on the schedule. So should be lots to talk about tomorrow. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, this, this is a, a non-commercial production. It, it's independent, so I do it for fun, and I do it for your fun and mine. And, and I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, reach out with an email, Gretzky Rocks, spelled R-O-X, at gmail.com, or follow me on Twitter, uh, Crocker Brock, or follow the show, One Man Sports Show, and follow along. You know, I try to try to be as active as I can with the tweeting as I can. And, you know, if you guys are on other social media sites, let me know, and I'll look at, at doing that for you guys as well. Everyone have a great Friday. Remember to keep your head up and your stick on the ice. Talk to you tomorrow.